attention flies in his mouth. Tasted freedom. Oh, 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 shit, we live. What's going oh, on, people? What's going on, people, man? You are now tuning in to the Six Man Combo. Why you had to say that song? Hey, man. Hey, hey, shit. Hey, hey, that, that, that's the Wire family, man. You know, I love that shit. Let's get it. <laughs> people what is going on this is a tuesday night which means you are now tuned in to the six man combo as i am your host and debonair the six man k styles Ooh, yeah. it. with the trusty fan of calmness as usual my best friend, and as I look into my, as I look into my face, ooh, it tells me that we have on my stage left the one, the mad one, the mad scientist, going by the name today of Fook. D. Mayweather's man, <laughs> man, my <laughs> man, <my>. sports <laughs> with your goofy <laughs> And before we get started with today's conversation. We always have to start off with the three special words, the three words that 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 that, that, that helps us get by. And what are those three words, Mike? The real cow. And today's roll call, we gonna kick this off with Bubba Gump. Joseph Thornton, Andrew G. Darnell, Mr. Adam Field in the building. We got Tev Sports and Gaming, YMOF Jamal, Pamela Johnson, Buck, ATL Leo, Bridget's in the building, Pat Norris, Red Swarm, Sonya in the building, Michael Walker. (laughs) Man, Joseph, you ain't shit, bro. (laughs) <laughs> you gonna break that bullshit up right there? Yeah, I'm <laughs> real bullshit. Then we got B91 in the building, so we got quite a few people in here, man. So we can go ahead and get this thing cracking in three, two, one. 
All right, people. All right, people. And before we start, before we start tonight's proceedings and tonight's show, like I said, y'all make sure y'all go hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Um, it definitely is going to help help us over here in the algorithm spaces. So we would definitely appreciate that. But before we start off tonight's show, there's some interesting news that happened today. That I felt like it's very interesting. And I don't I don't think I've really seen anybody really talking about it today. Damn it, I wish I had a picture of it. But hold on, let me let me let me let me let me go ahead and do this right quick. Let me do this right quick. All right. Since I ain't got no pictures, and Mad Mike Sports might end up putting some pictures in there, I want to give a congratulatory, well-deserved, 100% good job to my boy, Ed Reed, who is now the newest head coach at Bethune-Cookman, which is very interesting because I just found out about this 15 minutes ago. Has anybody heard about it? Yeah, hey, hey, D. Coleman. Yeah, this 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 fan has a um, it has a certain snap to it. it, it it's crazy. But yes, Ed Reed is now the 16th head coach at Bethune Cookman College. Mm-hmm. Um, it's def that like I said, that's definitely a plus for that school. Like you said, get another one of these NFL legends to. Um, participate as far as the coaching coaching jobs and getting their opportunities. Um, thank 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 you, Mad Mike Sports. Thank you, Mad Mike Sports. And I think he can definitely help those kids as well as, like I said, just just learning the path to the game, learning how to path the um. To take the route that he uh, know, knowing the preparations. So, what do you think about Mike? What do you think about this? Well, um, you know, I got to put a little spice on everything, right? So, I want people to see me when I say this. So, excuse me, Ed, while I whip this off of. But um, a lot of people owe Deion Sanders an apology now. Y'all owe him a, an apology as of right now. And I'm going to tell you why you owe him an apology. Does anybody know what a hill between cooking is? 
Most people probably don't have a fucking clue where Bethune Cookman is. Most people didn't even know Bethune Cookman was a fucking college, was a school. But yet they don't know why the hell Ed Reed is even going there. And that's one of the main reasons why they decided Ed Reed decided to take this is because of guys like Deion Sanders making sure that a lot of these people, a lot of these kids get the opportunities that they deserve. And there's nothing against, you know, dogs, but not everybody can afford to go to Georgia. Not everybody can have the grace to go to K Styles school. Oh, they damn sure ain't got no hell. I haven't even <laughs> got the goddamn brains to go to that school. <laughs> the hell we talk. Right. Hey, I remember, I remember I try I try I try to put some man boy Georgia Tech told told me to turn the hell around before I even <laughs> even gave it a second loss. <laughs> That's this one of the main reasons. Well, they saw my SAT scores like, bro, you ain't even worth sweeping the floors here. But you turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Not everybody has the grades and the money to be able to go to certain schools. So, schools like Bethune Cookman, I think there's a great opportunity, man, because not only are these kids who typically have okay grades, but they don't have, you know, the big, the grades, they don't have the, um, the money to be able to, you know, afford to go to these schools. And that's why the NIL deals uh, are so great. This is why having athletes like Ed Reed attend and coach at these schools like this, um, they're bringing their star power to the organization, uh, that program, excuse me. And, you know, helping these kids get notarized, helping their school get notarized and, and, you know, have the ability to be seen on the ESPN. Now we have a reason to watch Bethune Cookman on one o'clock, you know, evening, uh, afternoon, Saturday, because Ed Reed. Now we got a reason to watch Colorado <laughs> you know, because of Deion Sandler. These are the things that we work for, that these work for. But nobody would have given Ed Reed a shot. Let's keep it real. Nobody would have gave Ed Reed a shot at a head coaching job if it wasn't for Deion Sanders having success and showing that he is capable of, you know, becoming a head coach. This man is one of the greatest players of all time, one of the smartest defensive backs I've ever seen in my damn life. This dude can read body. This, this boy, Ed Reed, he can look at your toe and see what you're about to do. This is how smart this dude is on the damn field. I've seen him uh, him and Ray Lewis on the field and he say, look, if you just look at the way he stepped right here, I already know what to do. I'm going to break and I'm going to do this. I've seen him break down like the, phys- the physical uh, physiology of, of a damn player. I've seen them break down. I've seen him on, on film breakdowns on TV shows 
on NFL Network been able to dissect the quarterback and dissect the entire offense. And now this guy finally get an opportunity to be a head coach at Bethune-Cookman. This is all a testament to Deion Sanders. He deserves respect and he deserves all of the publicity that most of these black coaches are finally being able to get. This is why Dion took that job. And a lot of people are not, they don't understand why he got to go to the next level because it's already, the door is open. The door is finally open for these coaches to finally get a, 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 a decent look. You still got a long ways to go, but this would have never happened if it wasn't for primetime. It would have never happened if it wasn't for primetime. You got a coach in the NFL right now who ain't had a damn job. He he he. This is his first job. <laughs> well, it's in um in in, in the pro. This man ain't had a backup. That man ain't been a back. He ain't been a backup assistant coach, but he in NFL. He got the opportunity. He had he got the opportunity to lead a whole team right now. And you see what didn't happen since he laid that there. And since he been <laughs> complete embarrassment. <laughs> he embarrassed himself, his whole legacy. Oh and my every, god! And, and Deion Sanders couldn't even get an opportunity. Terrence Matthews and these guys can't get an opportunity. So, like I said before, this is this is a step in the right direction. And like I'm excited, I I love it, man. I, oh, yeah. I love that these guys. Yeah, don't forget we still got Eddie George over at Te- Texas. Eddie, Texas Eddie George. So, so I wouldn't say I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's a testament because of Dion, but like you said, I think more we need it more so of the eyes. Well, well, I mean, let me yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about you're talking about more so of Just the eyes. Respect. Put, We're talking respect. about the respect. Right. There's no re- there was no respect on Eddie George's name until Dion came. Right. He was already coaching. That's what a lot of people Eddie George was already coaching. Mm-hmm. He he took the job around the same time, if not before Dion Sellers. But when Dion got there, he put the respect on mm-hmm. African American coaches' name. And this is mm-hmm. this is what we this is what we talk about. You got guys mm-hmm. that open the door who kick that bitch down. Eddie George helped kick that bitch down. No, what Dion did, he set that bitch on fire and made oh, you notice what the hell was going on. Oh God! You ain't got no choice but to fo- focus on it now because that bitch right. is on fire. Right. Southside said, "I thought I, he thought I went to Tech, but no, I didn't go to college." <laughs> but you know how look. Even if you had a grade, it's, it costs a lot of money to go to tech, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of money. A lot of money. Like you said, you, you better get a goddamn scholarship going yeah. to Georgia Tech. Yes. <laughs> like you said, shoot, that, play, that school is more so known for technological stuff in the world anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I, I I just remember taking SATs, trying to send my SATs because this the boy said, the boy took one look and said, "Nope, 
boom, I ain't even make it to the door. But, but I thought, I thought, I thought, um, I thought that'd have been an interesting way to start it. Um, let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's show. And while we're doing that, Mike, you got anything you want to say to the people? Anything you want to um, house call on? All right. Um, real quick, I think this is something that I want to kind of uh, talk about real quick. And uh, I'm going to um, uh, expand on this. Um, in a video um, later on this week, but um, I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I was actually surprised by it. Um, I was surprised by it a little bit, um, but kind of give an idea well, of what fans think the Atlanta Falcons should do as far as the draft is concerned, upcoming 23 draft. And Looky here, looky here, looky here. Quarterback, 14%. Edge rusher, 37%. Defensive tackle, 43%. Offensive line, 3%. And DBs, 4%. I thought it was mighty interesting because why the hell is quarterback at 14%? That I, I don't get it. That this is really interesting, especially to see the offensive line at three percent, quarterback at fourteen percent, and the offensive line at three percent. Does anything surprise you, this K Styles? Actually, actually, I'm surprised that I'm surprised the the quarterback percentage wasn't higher. To be honest with you, hmm. at the rate that we hear about it, how much hmm. they needed a quarterback, I, I'd have thought that had been at least about 53%. I mean, is I mean, like you said, by looking, by looking at that is, once again, it just comes down to value of the premier positions. You want that superstar at that premier position because it may, because like you said, that puts more eyes to it. Like I said, defensive tackle and edge, like I said, those are definite needs for the Falcons. Those are definite needs. So I could see, I could see that being my bad. I had to put that back up. I can definitely see that as what most fans will want. In the Falcons, like you said, you 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 definitely need another nose tackle. Um, you definitely need another edge rusher. But as much as the off, but the one that did surprise me is the offensive line at three percent. That's been one of left guard and center has been one of the weakest spots on this whole team all year. That really surprised me. I, I didn't expect the O line to be that, that. Like it goes to show you, man. Um, and this is what we try to preach 
This offensive this offensive line is going to be the foundation of our running game. A lot of people are so focused on the running backs mm-hmm. and the quarter and the quarterback being mobile. No, the running game is going to be all built around the, the offensive line. So you're going to see the Falcons invest heavily in the offensive line, in particular in the third and fourth rounds. You're going to see a lot of D linemen and a lot of offensive linemen being drafted in the third and um, fourth rounds. Right. And shout out to the homie, let's get it. Like you said, this one of our player partners. He said, happy holidays. Congratulations on success. Much love to my brother. Definitely appreciate that. And if you want your 2K footage, your 2K gameplay, you go subscribe to Let's Get It GA. Appreciate the $5, homie. Been a while since I seen you, so I'm just glad you're doing all right. But yeah, like I said, you see a lot of people saying here, uh, Andrew G said D tackle, but we need O line. Bridget said, I need an edge rusher. <laughs> King Kill said, I need an edge rusher. <laughs> um, ATL Leo's and draft in the trenches. Um, and Josh here, Josh here says, she pay Jason Kelsey. And actually, I wouldn't mind spending some money on that. Like I said, that that is, like I said, if you put a veteran in that center position, can do wonders. So I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Um, So let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Uh, that that was very interesting, very interesting talking on that. And like, like you said, in the upcoming weeks, we're definitely going to be giving y'all some of these draft prospects who we think the Falcons will fit with the Falcons. We're not going to tell you what format we're going to do it in. Just they know it's coming up. All right. So to our feature presentation. As I rolled through Twitter and Bleacher Report, as everybody knows on Bleacher Report, they always give you links and stuff to articles and stuff and interviews and stuff like that. Everybody knows Bleacher Report. For the past couple weeks, I think, Almost every couple of days, I see this article of Lamar Jackson to the Atlanta Falcons. Lamar Jackson linked to the Atlanta Falcons. The Twitter folks, and we had literally had a guy on our live chat yesterday talking about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson it would, would change the fortunes of the Atlanta Falcons without proceeding to say why. So, Mike, why? Where where do you think this? Where do you where where do you think these rumors, these rumors, and these people begging for this move to happen come from? What do you think about this? There is a person 
that once said something that I, I don't know if he remembers this, but it all comes from what you stated, and it's talent envy. Talent envy. That's the only way you can explain it because logically it makes no sense to even bring Lamar Hill on any level. He doesn't improve this running game at all because the Falcons are already a top five running rushing team. So why why are we going to bring Lamar here? We're already a top five rushing team. So what's the point? We don't improve there. We don't even we don't get even more dangerous. We still have Cordero Patrick. We still have Tyler Algier. We still have Avery Williams, who's doing a, a, a wonderful job of understanding what his role is as a, a scat back, a guy that's going to come in, you know, get a few yards, five, ten yards here. He's going to be the punt returner, kick returner. He's going to play his role. Um, we have Desmond Ritter, who can rush for at least 40 yards a game himself got two backs right there that could give you 50 plus rushing yards right there and if tyler argier continues what he does being a 70 to 100 yard rusher that's 100 that's over 120 yards right there just with the players so bringing in lamar jackson well he's going to act average of what 100 yards a game 80 yards a game i just be on a you know on the low end they say he'll average about 70 yards a game just on the low end that's pretty much what we are where we were with marcus mariota so i don't understand why would you pay a guy 40 million dollars to essentially be who we are the objective of bringing a free agent is to improve or add to the offer offense lamar jackson does not add anything to this offense outside of what he already is he's a mobile quarterback he's gonna what he's gonna add you know uh, uh, he's gonna sell a few tickets i mean is, is that that's why you're bringing lamar here to sell a few tickets get a few uh more highlights on uh espn you know get a few more games on uh, uh monday night football Sunday night, like that, well, we're gonna bring him in there because he doesn't add anything to the passing as as a quarterback. And a lot of people are always talk about, well, Lamar Jackson would be a better. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Uh, no, he's not. He's one of the top playmakers in the league. There's a complete. There's a difference between a playmaker and a quarterback. Quarterback knows how to knows how to control a game with his arm and his head. Nobody will ever say Lamar Jackson, all right, he can throw us to a championship. Have we ever seen Lamar Jackson being throw any throw his team to a championship where he needed to use his arm and say, all right, it's time to go win it. All right, Lamar, can you pass for 400 yards? Can you make sure that Julio get this ball? Can you make sure that Tony gets this ball? Can you make sure that you spread the ball around all to five, six wide receivers? Absolutely not. We've seen that from Jackson. 
Lamar Jackson is a playmaker. Falcons are in no need for playmakers. We have a, a crazy amount of playmakers right now. So is Lamar Jackson one of the best playmakers in the league? Absolutely. Is he a guy that's going to come in and, um, you know, he's going to score a ton of points? Absolutely not. If you look at the Baltimore Ravens, as far as the scoring is concerned, they've always been in the middle of the pack from about 10 to about 15 range and scoring because they have a good defense that's going to, one, they're going to hold them to and give them more opportunities. But two, as far as the offense is concerned, they've always been in the middle of the pack as far as scoring and red zone touchdowns and those things. And most, most of the time when Baltimore scores touchdowns because their defense has gotten stops. So when it comes down to what has Lamar Jackson really done, because I know a lot of Falcons fans are saying to themselves, well, but what did he win? Lamar just wins. Baltimore's one of the big uh, the best um the best teams in the league. They won a ton of uh, games. Yeah, they won a ton of games because they are a complete team. This is a complete organization. They run the ball well, they have one of the best special teams and one of the greatest kickers, if not the greatest kicker of all time, is Justin Tucker. You have one of the best, the best offensive line collectively together in the entire league, if not the best tight end in the league. In uh, uh, Andrews, you have a consistent running game every single year, even when they change running backs. So again, my friends, explain to me why and how Lamar Jackson makes the Atlanta Falcons better. Mm. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a six and K this right quick. <clears throat> I'm a K style this right quick. Essentially what Mike is saying is What does he do? And like I said, let me, let me put the disclaimer out here because, like I said, motherfuckers be slow at times. This is not a diss to Lamar Jackson's skills as a quarterback. The issue comes down to is what sets, what will set him apart to, from what we have now that could push this team to the next level? Now, somebody brought it up in the comment section. So, so somebody brought it up in the comment section as far as, hold on, let me see if I find right here. This is where my point is going to come into is you got That's rid of point. a you got rid of a big contract that a lot of people felt like it held this franchise back for years to turn around and drop that same contract literally a year later. 
for a guy that quite possibly could be someone else's trash. Maybe Baltimore knows something about Lamar that we don't know or we've yet to see. Mm-hmm. Right. But I was, yeah, look, look, I'm, I'm going to ask everybody here. Uh, y'all don't mind if I show y'all a little presentation here, do you? Go ahead. That's it. But before we do that, let's go ahead and get these likes up, man. Let's go ahead and get these likes up, man. Um, I want to go ahead and do my little light check here right quick. So if we go ahead and hit that like button, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't, if you're new to the channel. As well as Matt, as well as go ahead and subscribe to Mad Mike Sports, which I know most of y'all are already subscribed to him. But if you haven't, make sure you subscribe as well. We got 85 people in the room. We need these likes to be at least at the 45 range. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, 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 two. But let's read a few comments while we at it. <clears throat> D. Coleman said, Devil's advocate, this may take a strength in your strength approach. Sure, we're a top five run team, but why not be number one and overwhelm everybody on the ground? That's a very interesting comment. We're going to. Look, we're gonna answer that. We're gonna answer that once we see where these likes looking at right now. Hold on, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah, I, 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 I'm chomping at the bit at that one. Hold on, we need about we need a, we need about three more likes. Three more likes. Hey. Yeah, I'm chomping hey. at the bit with that one. Hey. I like that question. I like that comment, but I got a question for you. All right. I like, right I like I like I like devil advocate. Like, please give give us more comments like that. Devil advocate. It's just like throw some questions at you. Well, I have a whole segment called Devil's Advocate. Like, it's just Devil's Advocate. All right. Mm-hmm. So what if what if this happens and what if that happens? Yeah, we we I like those types of mm-hmm. I like to expand my mind okay okay go ahead mike go ahead take it away so that was actually they may take uh a strengthen your strengths approach sure we're a top five running team but why not be number one Well, that's a good approach, but but what but what has been the one complaint about this team this year? I, I was Damn. waiting for you. I was waiting for you. To, that, that's exactly what I was waiting for. Okay, stop moving. Well, come on But what was the main <laughs> complaint about this team this year? Yes, they ran the ball a lot, but they didn't throw the ball enough. They didn't throw the ball enough. 
So again, this is why I say, yeah, we can be number three. Yeah, we could be number one. But if everybody know you're gonna run the damn ball, guess what? They're going to stack the damn box. So how my thing is, if you're bringing in anybody as a star, you're paying him star money. How does Lamar Jackson improve what we already are? One key thing. He has almost identical numbers than Marcus Mariota, the guy that we benched. As a pass. And old C, he said, said, all you had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. Said, said for those saying no to Lamar, he's more of a difference maker than anyone you've had in the last five years. Please be real with yourselves. For those that saying no to Lamar, he's more of a difference maker. Again, what's the case out? Maybe I have a, a a different opinion of what a difference maker is. When I when I when I think about difference maker. Okay, one of the reasons why Julio Jones is, in my opinion, the most athletically gifted wide receiver of all time is because he literally had no weaknesses as a receiver. He could jump out the gym. The dude ran a 4-3. He could run every route on the route three. He's physical. He will run through linebackers, run through safety, run past DBs. And he could block on top of it. So Julio Jones is regarded as the most talented wide receiver to ever step foot in the game. And you see the numbers. He's one, He is the fastest guy to 9,000 yards in the history of the game. That's faster than the great Jerry Rice. So Julio had no weaknesses. So if you're trying to bring in a guy and pay him $40 million, this quarterback should not have any weaknesses at all. Why are you paying guys forty million dollars to be to have weaknesses? He's not a very good passer. He's not an elite passer at all. <laughs> but they, but but let me let me go ahead and bring something up right quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna ask everybody. Y'all don't mind if I bring this up right quick. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what we got here. We need to presentate this screen here. Let's see. Okay. Okay, let me know if y'all can see that. Nah, I need to bring that a little bit closer here. Okay. We're clicking on to 2023. Am I correct? This is the big year where it's supposed to be like some major, major cap space for this team. Okay. I want to know if anybody can see that. Okay. This is okay. So it says right now, as of right now, the Falcons have $70 million in team cap space for 2023. 
Am I correct? You are indeed correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. We already know Marcus Mariota is probably going to end up getting cut because by looking at these, let me see if I can highlight this. He was Marcus by cutting Mariota, you will add 12 to the cap, but you will have a 2.5 dead cap, a dead money um, penalty on that. Am I correct? As it says on the screen. Indeed. Okay. So if you take away Marcus Mariota from the contracted players, you'll have 37 contracted players. Am I correct? Indeed. Okay. 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 We we still on the same page. So that means you're going to need, let me see, 37. So that means you're going to you're going to need to fill up at least 16 to 25 spots for players for 2023. Yeah. This is the dead money hit for 2023 is if you add Marcus Mariota is going to be $15 million. Is that what it says on the screen? Am I correct? Yes, sir. So reason why I brought this up too is Let me see. Is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me bring, let me bring another one up. Let me, let me bring another one up just, just to be on the same so I can show y'all this part too. There was a calculation that happened. So we got the eighty-two million. Okay, we got the eighty-two million in in, in cap space for twenty twenty-three. Okay, so I thought this was a very interesting stat that I saw with this as well, for especially for the last couple years. 81 and 65 for Lamar Jackson. 81 and 65. Do you know what that is right there? The 81 and 65? Oh yeah, that's the percentage of snaps he done played as the as the quarterback for for the Baltimore Ravens the last couple of years. Hmm, that's interesting, K Styles. But <clears throat> this is not why we're here. Per this website, the calculated market value for Lamar Jackson is going to be up the upper echelon of almost $41 million annual salary. Hmm. 
which is very interesting, which is a very interesting number. You may be, like I said, if you're willing to take that risk, you go right ahead. But <clears throat> one of the major issues with that too as well is now you take that $82 million in dead cat and in, 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 in cap space and cut it in half. Now we're at 41. Now remember, you're going to need $12 million for your draft class. We ain't even talked about the draft class yet. So that's going to be $53 million that's got to be common, committed to this. So if you take 82 and subtract 53 from that, you got $29 million to work with to fill up almost 20 spots on this, on this team. Like I said, if you got $29 million to fill up 20 spots, what money are you going to have to get a big name free agent to come down here? Let's say if you do get a Duran, if, okay, the Falcons want to get a Duran Payne, that's going to be the upwards of $20 million a year. So now you take that $29 million you got left and you slash the 20 out of that. Now you got $9 million to work with 18 damn players. The issue comes down to it is not necessarily that Lamar Jackson to the Falcons is, is a horrible idea as far as the player aspect of it is you're looking at the financial repercussions of it. You're essentially going to be going right back into where we just came from. Like I said, we've complained about the quarterback position being the majority of the cap space for the last few years. Just like like this, like they said earlier, if you make this move, you're essentially is replaying. You're essentially going right back to where you don't want to be at. And then I know Falcon fans very well. There's a honeymoon phase when it comes to new people here. As Mike said, if it doesn't drastically improve the team, think about it like this. With Arthur Smith's offense, you will essentially be paying $41 million for, for a quarterback in a system where they're running the ball 30, 40 times a game.
What do you think about these numbers, Mike? I mean, that's 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 the question that I have. It's about the numbers. Those numbers we're talking about a guy that wants this is just an average. This is not what he's going to get. <laughs> that's exactly. just the market value of what. Okay. <laughs> I want people to understand that. There was a reason why Baltimore hasn't signed him yet because he wants more than 40 million. Does anybody know what Kyle Murray is making? He damn near making oh, not, 48 Oh, million no. It, no it, it, it's right there on the screen right there. Oh, it's right ahead. there. For, look, 40, look, $46 million mm-hmm. is what Kyle Murray is making. These the last five quarterback contracts, too. Think about that. So these guys are making almost $50 million a year. And again, these are averages. So one year, you might be paying a guy $48, 49000000 million. Next year, the draft will go down. But year to year, it go down. But this is roughly an average. So... <clears throat> I want to make this clear because you got a lot of people that saying, well, Mike, every quarterback has weaknesses. Yeah, every player has weaknesses. But again, we're talking about Lamar and what the Atlanta Falcons need. The Atlanta Falcons have a wide receiver. The Atlanta Falcons have a tight end. How is Lamar going to improve what we already have outside outside of star power yeah oh, i, I, I want to speak on that i want to speak on that i'm glad you said that because i want to speak on this uh everybody up here talking about tickets well he's gonna come here he's gonna you know arthur blank he loves he loves money and he might may get tired of people coming to the game, uh, not coming to the game, so he need a superstar to come in and sell tickets. Well, you do realize that people are still coming to the games and the dome is being sold out. The stadium is getting sold out even when the Falcons aren't winning. Still getting sold out. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point I really want to make. Arthur Blank made a statement last year at the end of last year is that he wants to build a organization that is known to be a winner for years to come he wants to build a franchise like the pittsburgh steelers he used the the steelers as an example he used the patriots as an example he used the cowboys as an example because they've been known to be one of these franchises that has a history of winning games, not having one superstar, because if that superstar Lamar gets hurt, how are you going to sell tickets to, how, how, how are you going to sell your fans if Lamar ends up getting hurt? And K. Styles just went through the entire, um, the snap percentages and his snap percentages are starting to go down. So you got a guy that you paid $50 million, $46 million to a year that's not even seeing 
80, 90 percent of the snaps. Can you pull up Matt Ryan? Uh, let's put up. Let's put up Josh Allen's. Um, if you can pull up Josh Allen's, I want to see his snap percentages. That, that's that's what because I, I I got a hunch. I got a hunch on something because yeah. the reason why I want to say that is because the top players in the NFL, when you look at their snap percentages, these guys don't miss. These guys don't miss games. Hold on, what? Hold on, let me, let, me put, let me put this down right quick. Mm-hmm. Because Josh Allen doesn't miss game. The best quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, most of these guys don't miss snaps. They don't miss games. They play in the high, that 90th percentile of it. So the, the thing is, it's not like I want to get – I want to get the bang for my buck. I don't want to just be paying for Lamar for for just just because just to have Lamar on my team, just to make me feel good. Just to make you feel good. Yeah, we got Lamar, but he ain't playing this week. He injured. He nursing an ankle injury. Oh, he's not playing this week. Oh, he's you know his MCL is you know strained. That that defeats the purpose. You can't win games. You can't. You know, have a superstar, the superstar and never playing. Yeah, for some reason now the website don't want to show show that part. I, I have to go under I have to go under the um pro football reference for that. So mm-hmm. I'll pull that up here in a little bit. But th- those are the things you're talking about. Like the snap mm-hmm. percentages. Everybody's so focused on oh he's Lamar, but you don't realize Lamar ain't even playing. 90, 80, 80, 90% for his own team. He's just a figurehead at this point. Let's just keep that 100% real. We just saw a guy in Ty, uh, 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 Tyler Huntley. He did the bare minimum and got a win. And he's been doing that the last couple of weeks, effectively. So, again, yeah, Lamar is a great player, a skilled player, but are you going to get the bang for your book? And like I said, that's that's what I want. I don't want a guy like it's like like let's keep it real. That's what Julio Jones was at this point. Julio Jones, when his last year is Atlanta, he was just a figurehead. He was no longer the same Julio Jones. He knew it, the organization knew it, but we didn't know it. Right. Right. <clears throat> and the thing about it is, I don't know, for some reason it, it is not really popping up, but I, I know he play he plays over 94% of his snaps every year. Okay, let's see, 2018, missed one game. So far, Josh Allen has missed three games in his entire career so far, which is surprising as reckless as he runs the damn football. Oh, it won't last. It won't last. Believe me. It won't last. We've seen it before. Michael Vick is the same. He got the same mentality as Michael Vick. They don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about their body. Right. 
So if you got a guy, so if you're investing in a guy like that, but the thing is the last couple years that he's been getting those nagging injuries, I'm going to ask a lot of Falcon fans this. Do anybody remember that 2004 Falcon season when Michael Vick got hurt in the preseason? Yeah. Yeah. Do anybody remember the quote-unquote um, – investment in the team after that because what ends up happening is if you're if you got a guy based on the star power and he doesn't play now the people that have the mindset that want to go see the star is going to be like no nah, I'm not going to go watch this game he's not playing and then beyond and all honestly you don't need star power you build star power by winning football games. Yeah, like like Jamarius Jam, Jam, said here, we were stuck with J Doug Johnson and Kurt Kittner for, for about, what was that, about 12 games? 11, 12 games? And you saw how empty that damn stadium was right when that shit happened. You saw that the, the air got lifted out the stadium. How that happened. So this is not about Lamar Jackson not being capable of being a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. We're talking about the financials behind it. Like I said, unless, unless you're convince him to take a major pay cut. Then you also got to remember too, he has no agent. He's his own agent. Yeah, yeah, y'all forgot about that part, didn't you? Do a lot of people know that Lamar Jackson is his own agent, right? Did you know that, Mike? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that part. Lamar Jackson is his own agent. I'm asking everybody in the question in, in the comments says, did, did anybody y'all know that Lamar Jackson is his own agent? He negotiates his own deals. While we're doing that, I'm finna play the um let, 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 let me see this real quick. This comment. Go ahead. Nobody expects that to go. Who said we went after uh Deshaun? Arthur said he met with the representative. Representative. They do that every everybody meets with every representative. Mm -hmm. That's business. Yeah. That's a part of business. You had D Led never said anything that the Falcons were actually meeting with Deshaun Watson. D Led never reported it. Adam Schefter mm -hmm. never reported that. Ian Rappaport, none of those guys said the Falcons met with them. Arthur Smith said he met with a representative when we had all these people all on Twitter saying their sources said that the Falcons met with Deshaun Watson. They took him out to eat and all that said. Arthur Smith said, Arthur Blank said, no, nah, that never happened. We met with a, a, a representative to see what, the, what it would cost to bring in a talent like that that's what every every gm that's a gm job that's a that's a team president's job 
to inquire about other talents. What's it going to take to trade down? What's it going to take to trade up? These are the things. That's their job. So it's not out of the question to say, all right, Deshaun Watson, <laughs> they went after Deshaun Watson. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. Arthur Blank don't lose. Arthur Blank wants something. Arthur Blank's going to get it. That's the reason why he's the head of the owner's association. Did anybody know that? Yeah, he's he's the top guy. He's over Bob Crabb. He's over Jerry Jones. Everybody answers to him on that owner's association. So, again, Art going to get what Art wants. If Art wants a quarterback, if Art wants a player, Art is going to get what he wants. So I like like I said, this is this is this is one of the reasons why I said, you know, um and, and Bridget, why did Matt Ryan leave? Because Matt Ryan wanted to leave. He wanted out. Matt said himself. Matt wanted to leave. It, it really ain't it really ain't that it really is not that deep. Uh, like my, my thing is K I'm one of the biggest conspiracy theories theories out there. Me and K Styles one of the biggest conspiracy theories out there. Mm. Believe me, I look. Tr- believe me, I'm always looking at motherfucker sideways. All right, what do you really mean by that? These guys are billionaires. Billionaires are used to getting what the fuck they want. I mean, Donald Trump is probably the biggest one. He, look. The, the the federal government is having a hard time taking him down. Why? Because he's worth billions and billions of dollars. If you you don't you don't think that if Arthur Smith, uh, Arthur Blank, and Arthur Smith wanted him, you talking about Arthur Smith? His daddy is probably one of the richest motherfuckers in the world. If they wanted him, they gonna get what they want. If yeah. they wanted Deshaun Watson, they would have gotten Deshaun Watson. Look, it wouldn't have been that hard. Look, 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 look. Like I said, like this. The Atlanta Falcons used Deshaun Watson to soften the blow for trading for Matt Ryan leaving. Deshaun Watson was used as a pawn. They played on, they played on Atlanta, they played on the Falcon fans' emotions in a certain way. You know, some Falcon fan emotion because it was the prospects of getting Deshaun Watson, not realizing that it was used to mask the fact that Matt Ryan wanted to leave. So now what they did was they used Deshaun Watson to make the Matt Ryan trade make sense. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, we did a whole we did a whole live on that. <laughs> we did a mm-hmm. whole live on that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we I, I, I talk to people behind the scenes, and we're talking about people that's actually in the league. None of those guys said the Falcons met with the what Deshaun Watson. It never mm-hmm. happened. Right. Right. They just went off the fact that he used to be a ball boy for the Falcons. That was the whole dog boy. Arthur Blank is still cool with their family. Yeah, hell, 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 I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I think Arthur Blank or Arthur Blank, $30 million guaranteed in Cleveland. He know he said, I damn sure ain't finna pay you that, but I'm gonna help you get it. 
Yeah, and the reason why and Bridget, I'm, I'm like I'm I'm saying it it makes sense because Matt Ryan is just not the Matt Ryan of old. He he wasn't the same quarterback as much as I love him. Matt is not the same quarterback. He's not. And at some point in time, like even with some of the best. My bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, um, because if you trade Matt Ryan without going after Deshaun Watson, like if let's say if the Falcons would have like literally just sat there and said, okay, you see what the backlash was of getting trading Julio as it was. You saw the backlash the Falcons got. Now, mm-hmm. if you think about this for a second, if the Falcons would have just straight up went and traded Matt Ryan, of course, you would have a section of it the of it of the city of Atlanta. Hell, they celebrated. They threw stripper stripper parties and stuff like that for Matt Ryan getting traded. Um, they would have an Atlanta orgies over the fact that Matt Ryan got traded. But the thing about it is, if you're looking at it from the sports world, if they would have up and traded Matt Ryan and not got into Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, it would have it it, it would have got everybody would have been looking at Fonno Blank and Arthur Smith with the goofy eyes like, the fuck you do that for? Mm-hmm. The hell? So by by getting into the Deshaun Watson thing, it made it easier. To, think about this for a second. Did anybody knew Deion Jones was going to get traded? Nope. <laughs> nope. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking to the side. Yeah. Did, you, did anybody know? Uh-uh. Uh. What was the major talking point before the before Deion Jones got damn got traded? The dead cap money. Dead cap. He making too much money. We don't want him. They use. They use. They used Roquan Smith's name. Mm-hmm. I was it? Yeah, Roquan. You know what? Yeah, I wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot all about that one. They used Roquan Smith's name mm-hmm. going to the Atlanta Falcons for a good little while. And underneath the underneath all that, Deion Jones was on the train block. Nobody even knew it. It shocked the hell out of all of us. Didn't see it coming, but I wasn't shocked. But I was shocked that I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming. Not at that juncture. Mm -mm. Same thing with Matt Ryan. Didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. So, so, so that, so that, so that's what I'm saying. Like I said, a lot of these moves, and that's that's why we, that's why we nicknamed this regime the um. They ain't shit regime because these dudes be making moves and stuff, and you don't see them coming. And a lot of times they may be unpopular moves, but in order for you to try to build towards something, you have to have a new sense of identity. Like I said, 
You done got like you done traded Matt Ryan. You done traded Julio Jones. You done traded Calvin Ridley. You done traded Deion Jones. They, the, I would, let, let, let's look at that. Look, look at that 2016 Super Bowl team. Look at all the core players that was on that 2016 that that Super Bowl team. All the core core players. <laughs> Only Grady Jerry and Jake Matthews is left. The only one. Them the last, them the last of the Mohicans, bro. <laughs> now, and, and 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 like I said, I the reason why we saying that we really gotta pay attention to the moves that they're make they're making. They're telling you exactly what what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. They're telling you exactly what's gonna what's gonna happen. We've seen it. We're seeing it right now in the league. We're seeing it with the Forty Niners. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know how many times we keep saying it. we we're seeing it with the Chiefs. He started crying for all that money, and they traded his ass to Miami. Mm-hmm. They're not going to rely on these superstar players, quarterback, wide receiver, defensive end. Why? Because in the long run, it doesn't benefit the organization to sign a guy to $40, 50000000 million, mm-hmm. in particular quarterback. Right. Like Todrick here with the $5 super chat, he said, I'm not spending $50 million on a quarterback. That's three-fourths of the $70 million cap space. We got a cheap quarterback on a rookie deal. Let's maximize that before we have to pay. And then you also have to think about this as well. This offense is not conducive on you having a superstar quarterback. You just need a you need a quality quarterback. You don't need a superstar at that position, not in this offense. Ryan Tannehill got a hundred and twenty million dollar deal. That's relatively on four years. That's relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they put they spend most of their money on defense, building mm-hmm. that D line, mm-hmm. DBs, offensive linemen. So, why am I going to pay forty to fifty million dollars at a position in which its cost efficiency is going to be around thirty to thirty-two million? Case out. Case out. Okay, okay, so let me let me let me let me ask you a question. Okay, shoot, shoot. I I I don't think I'm 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 far from Einstein, but I, I, I want to ask you a question. Hmm. Shoot for it. Why do you think Baltimore isn't paying Lamar? And you guys in you guys in the chat, y'all can y'all can answer too. Why don't you guys think they're willing to pay Lamar what he's asking for? 
I never thought about that. I, like, look, I, I, I never really gave it a gave a damn about Ooh, this situation. Exactly. Bam, bam, bam. I never I'm gave a damn man. about this. That's it. Yeah, I mean, if the yeah, like you said, if that's the case, why is Baltimore is not paying? Why they work so quick to pay that money? Like you said, for for like you said, for a former NFL league MVP. Yeah. Everybody keep talking about what Lamar is, but why, 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 why isn't the team that he's on paying the money? We just saw Kyler Murray get a forty-six million dollar contract. He ain't worth shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm off, bro. Well, he said the math ain't mathing right now. The math ain't mathing, bro. And the problem <laughs> is. And the problem is, is if Lamar Jackson gets franchise tag, that's that's forty nine million. That's a forty nine million dollar tag on him. And then you're gonna have to look for another deal. So that's gonna be forty nine million dollars against the cap for the Baltimore Ravens. They're gonna be in hell's kitchen if they franchise tag. And that's not even a guarantee if Lamar Jackson is going to play on a franchise tag because these players are not going to play on a franchise tag because there's no incentives in it. Yes, you get you you get the contract of the high of the market value, but you get no bonuses or incentives to it. Yeah. Everybody's just looking that, at the Lamar hole. And like I said, we're not even asking these questions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you like gotta ask these questions, bro. Right. Like I said, the issue isn't Lamar Jackson, the quarterback. The issue is the timing and the financials of trying to build this team for the long haul. Yes, Lamar Jackson gives you the star power. He gives you the eyes and the seat. But let me ask you a question. Why is Tyler Huntley winning games in Baltimore if Lamar Jackson is that superstar quarterback as well? Like I said, these a lot of factors go into this. That's the first question you need to ask. Might ask the perfect question. Why isn't Baltimore paying him this money? And he's their lead. He's their MVP. And now you're trying to, now you're trying to put, you're trying to link him to a team that just got out of a situation where a quarterback was killing the salary cap. We love Matt Ryan to death, and we're going to defend. We defend any quarterback that's playing on this team. We defend any quarterback. But we cannot be going down that same direction no more. I take that back. 
we can only go down that direction if that's a guy that we developed into that situation. Let me take that back. Now, if Desmond, Desmond Ritter become, be, be, becomes that quarterback where, okay, I still think that it's going to be conducive where it's not going to be as much as what they're getting. But let's just say if that is the case, that's a quarterback that's been developing the system. I'm not bringing in somebody else's bad bit. I'm not, I'm not bringing somebody's baby mama into my situation. I would rather take that 40 to 50 million dollars and build the team. I don't give a fuck about no superstar at no damn position. I don't give a fuck about that. This ain't about Lamar Jackson. This, this, this is about people trying to feed their ego and, and, and get their anuses tingling. For a motherfucker to make them feel good. Mm-hmm. That's what this is all about. This is all about making me feel good. This ain't about the team. Talent envy, baby. It's all about talent envy. I'm t- I like I don't want to I don't care about this team trying to be the next or have the next whatever. They just have to be themselves. Y'all, look, 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 let's just keep it. Let's keep this real, man. Lamar Jackson will bring legitimacy when it comes down to public perception. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's all it is. People won't be talking shit about the Atlanta Falcons the way, they, the, the way that they do in the media. Why? Because they have another Michael Vick clone that they can make a $100 million off of. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, everybody keep telling me what Lamar is going to bring to a football team. <laughs> Arthur Blank, uh, Arthur Blank is a fucking owner. Okay, he's made hundreds of billions of dollars. I'm talking about hundreds of millions and billions of dollars on doing what? Learning how to rob the fuck out of every last one of us in Home Depot. <laughs> he master. He he's the master of that shit. Let me get this right. Please say, what's wrong with saving baby mamas? Hey, hey, look, it, that, that, was oh. the, that was the quickest thing. That was the only thing that came to my mind. That was the, that was that, 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 that was one of those. Uh, um, I didn't have nothing to say, so I must. I, I said the first thing I was looking at something. I like baby, somebody, baby mama done slapped the shit. I like oh, baby mama. Oh, oh, that that was the first thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with baby. Uh, as long as the, the situation has to be conducive, though, it just can't be anybody, any random baby mamas. Hey, if you got a child, you fucking your baby mom, even if y'all married. So yeah, you saving your baby moms too. So yeah, <laughs> but go ahead. How many tickets did Terry Bradshaw sell? Uh, this, this uh, again, man. My mother get tired of saying at some look, let's just keep it real. At some point in time, you get tired of saying the same shit over and over again. 
Sometimes I don't want to see us damn run the ball 50 times a damn game. That shit does get boring at some point in time. So you want to switch shit up. Y'all think the Falcons want to run the ball 50 times a damn game? No, they, they want to be balanced. Some <sighs> games they want to come out passing the ball. Sometimes you want to run the ball. Sometimes you want to air that bitch out. We've seen example of that shit this year. It didn't go well, but we saw it. <laughs> so no, don't me, ask me about no look, don't ask me about <laughs> running the ball 50, 60 times a day. <laughs> I, I, I know you know, goddamn. You a tech man. That shit get boring as fuck. People get tired of seeing that shit every damn game. I get tired of seeing Georgia run the ball fucking 40 times. Look, no, no, the, the thing is you run the ball when 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 it's working, but like you said, eventually you're going to have to at least balance it out. Mm-hmm. And this is this is this is why I asked the question: What is Lamar going to bring to this team when no, look? There's going to be a team that's going to stop our run game. We're not always going to run for 200 yards a game. So when they're stopping the run game, how is Lamar going to – what is Lamar going to do that's going to help us do something different mm-hmm. to switch things up? Mm-hmm. And then you think about this defense that the Falcons have too. Statistically, the defense looks very bad, especially being – but you have to think about it. Majority of the damage that's been done to this defense has been in the first quarter and a half of every game. If, if you really, really think about it. And you got to think, and you, and you have to think about it. You literally have about six or seven starters on that defense. With three years or less experience in the NFL. Hell, really, two years. Yeah, three or less. Hey, Styles, bro, you just accidentally ran into something. I don't know if you realize what you just said. Most of the Falcons' damage, especially defensively, has happened in the first quarter. Which leads me to believe Now, the Falcons are going to double up on that defensive side of the ball for, for the reason you just stated. Because we know once we get going offensively, we've seen that we cannot be stopped. We can score the damn ball. We can, we can score points when we're on offensively. Which leads me to believe I can go stupid on this defense, bro. They, they're about to go deep, and I'm talking about deep. They're going to have a lot of deep. They're going to have at least a couple of edge guys. You're going to see – I think they're going to double up on the defensive side of the ball. They might get a defensive uh, – a young defensive guy um, because that Marlon Davidson experiment is over and done. So I think they're going to bring in a young guy that they can groom, you know, um, outside of uh, Taekwon Graham. Because you don't know how he's going to come back next year. So, in my opinion, man, I think they're going to double up on the defense side of the ball. Because, like, our style, our 
style of offense, we wear people down as time goes. So what's the logical explanation if you're looking at building a team? Well, my team takes time to kind of get going. Arthur Smith kind of takes time to get the offense going. And until Desmond Ritter clicks and shows that he he's capable of you know leading that pass again, I don't see why you double up on the offensive side of the ball. Because we already know what this offense could do. You give them the right rep, the, the right weapons, we can run the damn ball. Get greater some help. Give them time. Give that offense more opportunities to get the ball back and get in the rhythm. Yeah. I, like I said, I really leads me to believe that this Falcons team is really gonna double down on it. And look, I look, I'm 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 here. To, uh, I I just gotta say this. Just just get over it. We didn't have a damn. Ch- we didn't have a chance to get Trayvon Walker. We ain't getting Jalen Carter. It ain't happening. Just I, I like I, I I know y'all guys want him. I know he's the top prospect in this draft, in my opinion. It ain't happening. Don't don't even get your hopes up. That dude too special for any <laughs> for a team just to let him fall down to the Falcons and you, yeah you play have that pretty dear. You, you like I said you, you, you will but hold on I just I'm looking at some I'm I'm looking at all the scores of the Falcons games this year. Hmm. Well, I know. <laughs> And I'm kind of looking at a lot of these box scores just to be on the safe side. We literally had one game. We I've, I've only counted maybe three, maybe two or three games where we gave up more than nine points in the second half. The past three games, let me, let me let me read this off to you. The past three games, three, seven, three, seven, six. Six is the number of that 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 each one of those numbers is the amount of points the Falcons have given up in the second half since the Chargers game. And this is a team that doesn't get a high number of sacks. We're doing that without getting a high number of sacks. We improved that defensive line, improved that linebacking core. 
you talk about you getting sacks now, you're getting turnovers, and you're getting the ball back to that offense. Mm-hmm. You can always find weapons. In, you can always find offensive weapons, especially in a run and a balanced scheme. You can always find offensive weapons. There's always a, 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 in every draft, especially in a run first, you're going to find a running back. You're going to run into an offensive lineman. You're going to have a, a, a wide receiver that drops in the draft. You can always find wide receiver tight ends and running backs in a balanced scheme. So you're not desperate to go up and get a guy like Kyle Pitts. And quite frankly, I don't really see a guy at tight end, you know, in this particular draft that equals the athleticism and skill set of a Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to go eight crap offensively. So I think this is the perfect draft for the Falcons to go out and just be adept on the defensive because, like K Style said, Falcons don't once they get in a groove defensively, oh, they locked in. They don't give up a lot of points in the second half. Mm-hmm. And Reggie asked, so what do you think about bringing Daniel Jones coming here to be the backup to Ritter? I actually like Daniel Jones. I, I think he's a – my thing is if you put the bright pieces around him and, like I said, a lot of these quarterbacks are just who they are and a lot of these offensive coordinators try to make them something that, that he's not. He's never been a guy that's been a high-volume thrower. Mm-hmm. He's what I he he reminds me of a lot of a uh, a Ryan Tannehill. If you just get these guys to to manage the game, throw a few checkdowns here and there, throw for about two hundred yards, run for about fifty yards, you can win championships with that. So mm-hmm. have him as a backup quarterback. You know, I like I I, I do like that, but a lot of these. A lot of these coaches be trying to turn these quarterbacks into 300 guys, 300 passing yards, and rush for 100 yards. Like that's not with Daniel Jones. He's never gonna be that. And most of these quarterbacks are never gonna be that. But if you build around them, have a good offensive line, which he's never had. <laughs> mm-hmm. They throw about the way too much and and. and with the Giants for one. What? So I actually like Dan Jones. Like I, I doubt. <clears throat> you doubt as a backup, but yeah, I doubt him as a backup. But I, I do think he still is a quality quarterback. Mm-hmm. He still, he still got some. He still got some years left in him. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, if you're bringing him to back backup Ritter, that's just, that's that's if he's willing to take that backup role. If he's willing to take, right? That's the key thing. And so far, looking at this 2023 quarterback free agency class, you got some backups in here. I'm saying that much. Hmm. It just depends on which one would be willing to be here. 
but let's go ahead and wind. Hold on, hold on. Before we wind this down, let me get five minutes. Mike, I'm mean, gonna give me five minutes if you don't mind. Now you know what I'm not even gonna waste no time on that man. Let's go ahead. And end, <laughs> let's go ahead in the show, man. Let's go ahead in the show. Um, so we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in tonight to Sit Mad Convo. Um, like I said, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that subscribe button for your boy Six Man K Style, as well as share this content. I want you to add to the conversation. What do you think when we do these lives? I'm very interested because at the end of the day, as Falcons, as a Falcons content creator, I don't mind having the conversation. You could be right. I could be wrong. I could be right. You could be wrong. But it's all about coming to that common understanding and coming having that conversation and being like, okay, I see it from your standpoint and I see it from your standpoint. Yes, we preach positivity and positivity as far as these Falcons concerned is because nobody else do. So, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to Six Man Cake Styles as well as Mad Mike Sports. And tune in tomorrow for the heavy hitters with your boy, Mr. Jew Talk Sports. Mm-hmm. The, the minister be in the building with us. So, until next time, people, we ain't here to play. Oh, no. We here to stay. Oh, yeah, dig it. You ain't got to go home. Got to get the hell up out of here. But, 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 but before we get the hell out of here, let me, let me, let me, let me shout out Red Swan. He's, he, he was saying it all night. He appreciates it. Let us know if these type of conversations <laughs> Y'all want yeah, more these type of conversations. Like I said, don't necessarily, like I said, any rumors or stuff that y'all hear, y'all let us know. I caught this. I caught break it down. This, we love breaking this stuff down. I caught this shit straight off of damn Twitter and fucking need to report. So, and, and also, let us know, let us know what prospects to look at too because we got some plans for that. If you don't want to meet and keep it clean, fellas, trim those heads. You get a 20% off at Manscaped plus free shipping with the promo code AFN at manscaped.com.